After you've been in a relationship with a narcissist, a lot of times you find yourself going, who am I, really? It's as though someone has kind of stolen your identity after you've been with a narcissist and you're left spinning, trying to figure out who you are. Does that sound familiar to you? If so, watch this video, it's for you. Let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse and toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. Does that sound good to you? If so, hit that subscribe button and let's get going. If you've ever been with a narcissist, you know that narcissists have this tendency to want to sort of steal your identity. In the beginning, it makes them seem like the best person on the planet, like someone who's really there for you, someone you've been looking for for your whole life. Especially when it's a romantic partner, narcissists have this way of really tuning into exactly what it is that you are, who you are, what you're into, all your hobbies, your exciting things about yourself, and they tend to just hook right into them. It makes them seem perfect for us. It's part of the love bombing process. We tend to fall for it for a number of reasons, often because we came from a home growing up that wasn't very validating. So when someone comes along and validates us and acts like they're a lot like us, they're on our team, we fall for it. And they're so good at the game of pretend that sometimes we just miss it. Even when we're especially intelligent, often especially when we're intelligent. So we find ourselves paralyzed. We find ourselves feeling like we can't go anywhere when the narcissist is gone. I've seen so many people come to me and say, I used to be really into skiing. I used to be really into running or jogging or whatever. But now that I'm not with this person anymore, I can't find myself feeling anything. I don't even want to go paint or run or, or draw or knit or whatever it is that the narcissist pretended to be into with you. And then a lot of times people tell me, and I don't quite understand it because now they're with this other person and they're either still pretending to be me or they've completely changed into somebody else. It's kind of devastating for people to realize that the person they thought they were going to spend their life with turns out to have been a complete fake. So in the beginning of the relationship when everything is perfect and we really think it's going to be the one, this is the one we've been waiting for for our whole lives, we find ourselves sort of falling for a fake identity of the narcissist, right? There's some version of ourselves or some idealized version of themselves. Once they know they've got the hooks in us and once we've, you know, officially become a couple or at least they believe they've won us over, uh, oftentimes that's when we start to begin to see the actual person. The mask comes off, we see who they really are underneath all of that, and then a lot of times we feel really disappointed, especially when they start to devalue and discard us. And that's what we're going to talk about now. A lot of times it starts with conversation. We find ourselves unable to have a reasonable, rational conversation with this person. We might be able to talk to literally everybody else in our lives about literally almost anything. For some reason, the narcissist stops understanding us. They can't kind of grasp the basic concepts we're trying to explain to them. And we're confused by this because back then in the love bombing phase, everything was perfect and we could say anything and they would just get us. But suddenly they don't get us anymore and we don't know what's going on, right? Well, this is how they start to kind of tear us down and take a little pieces of ourselves away from us. We start out having these great conversations. We'll talk for hours on the phone or by the chat or whatever. And then when we finally get together and everything seems like it's about to be really, really good, it gets really bad. We stop being able to communicate. The narcissist spends so much time gaslighting us then, telling us how bad we are at communicating and how everybody they know thinks we're bad at communicating that oftentimes we start to believe them. Then we call them out on it, right? We tell them, hey, we see what you're doing. You're not telling the truth. You're lying. We are very good at communicating and people understand us. So this, you must be the problem. 
Well, that that leads them to blame shift. So the next thing we know, they are yelling and screaming at us, telling us everybody thinks we're crazy. Everybody knows we can't communicate. They're the only ones who really can communicate. Obviously, we're the problem. So we fall for it. We go, oh, you know what? You might be right. We might be crazy. They manipulate us, our thoughts, our emotions, all in order to gain something. And what is that? Control. They gain control over us by making us think that there is something wrong with us. So in a way, they start to make us think they're doing us a favor by being with us in the first place. I would just like to remind you that in reality, the narcissist definitely reached up to get you. So they're not doing you a favor. But it takes us a while to realize that. You know, I've seen so many very attractive people with less attractive people so often. And a lot of times you see the narcissist being the less attractive person in that relationship, either physically or otherwise, making a perfectly beautiful or handsome person think they're not worthy or they're not as good looking as they are. On the flip side of that, they, if it's, you know, they might say that that person's, you know, easy or that person dresses like a whore or that person treats people badly. Uh, you know, that person looks ugly, that person only looks good when they wear XYZ. There are lots of different little digs that they'll do. They'll find whatever it is that hurts you and poke at that thing. So if you've always been too skinny, they'll poke at that. And they'll go, oh, look at that girl with that big juicy butt. Or if you've always felt a little overweight, they'll be like, oh, look at that girl with the tight abs over there. Or if you're a guy and you're a little short, maybe, maybe she'll be like, well, hey, Look at that super sexy tall dude over there. I've always been into super sexy tall dudes. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is that you're not, the narcissist will pretend is their ideal thing. So now, here you are, and you've lost your ability to have good conversations. You've lost your self-esteem. The narcissist is doing a great job chipping away at who you are, aren't they? You've lost your self-worth. All of this is related to the behaviors and the actions taken by the narcissist. Everything that you were, everything that you believed you were, everything that you knew for sure that you were, may be taken from you by the narcissist. You start to ask yourself, who was I to begin with? Was I even a person or did I just become a person when I met this person? And then you, and it sounds silly if you don't know what I'm talking about, but prior to being with the narcissist, you had an identity. The narcissist came along and sort of assumed your identity and then twisted it. You ask yourself, how could we be happy with that person before and how could it suddenly change so drastically? Well, it doesn't. It changes slowly and methodically and it happens before you even recognize it. Sometimes over a long period of time, sometimes a shorter period of time. It just depends on the person. This often brings you back into the discard part of the narcissistic cycle of abuse. So you've gone through the love bombing, you've gone through the devalue where they tear you down bit by bit, right? And then you get the, to the discard phase. Maybe they dump you and go get someone else. Maybe they just don't talk to you for a few days. They silent treatment you and that's miserable and you're left wondering and you start to do, I don't know if you're like me, I started to do all this research. How can I be a better person? How can I be more attractive? How can I be kinder? How can I get them to love me more? And, and here's the thing. You can do all kinds of things. You can, you can try little tricks and tips and psychology hacks and everything else. And you might get some somewhere. You might have them treating you a little nicer here and there, but ultimately it's not going to be real. You either have to manipulate them or you have to leave them or you have to put up with their crap. Those are your choices. If you choose to manipulate a narcissist, you're going to be working hard for the rest of your life. And you're, here's the only way you can do it in order to get them to treat you better. A couple of simple things you can do. Praise them consistently. Never, ever, ever criticize them. If you must bring them a concern, somehow you have to twist it all around and make them think it was their idea or they won't do it. You have to understand that a narcissist is sort of delusional most of the time. You're constantly living with someone or dealing with someone who is always creating a pathological reality. They are 
incapable of having a true relationship with themselves or anyone else. They have expectations of people that are not natural, that are not normal, that are not healthy. They use you as their scapegoat. They use you as their project. They use you as their sexual supply, as their emotional supply, whatever they want you for. They use you without reservation, without concern for how that feels to you. You are at their mercy, their grandiosity, their lack of empathy, their cruel manipulation. They want to distort your identity. They literally insist that every single thing that they think see, feel, or perceive about the world is the only truth and that other people are the ones distorting reality. You and I both know that's not the case, right? Everything outside of their little blinders, according to them, is either foreign, peculiar, or weird, eccentric, or sick, even if it's a totally normal and understood healthy thing. For example, they might think vegans are real messed up people, or they might think that People who knit scarves are messed up people. Anything that they aren't familiar with and understanding, they don't like it. They don't want you to like it. That's that. Ultimately, a narcissist doesn't have his or her own identity. See, identity is really all about substance. It's all about the fabric of one's personality. It's about having your own unique individual essence. It's about your spirit. While the narcissist is very fragile with their little ego, remember we talked about it being on the end of your finger like a little glass egg, it's also permanently fixed. They can take off one mask and really quickly put on another mask, but what's underneath that never changes. That's the thing you have to remember. Just like they sort of morphed into something else when you first met them in order to make you excited, they'll do that in every situation for every person. But that all comes back to the fact that underneath all those masks, they're just a small, insignificant, insecure person who doubts everything that they say, think, and feel. We become a good sort of prey for them because we're empaths, because we feel things deeply, because we are hardwired to react instantly to help someone feel better who we care about. We find ourselves in an identity crisis after we go through an, a, a relationship with a narcissist because our first thought always is how do we fix ourselves to make ourselves better? Well, here's the thing, my friend. You're not the one who's broken here. It's the narcissist and you can never ever be enough for a narcissist because even when you become exactly what they want you to be, it's never going to be enough. This leads me to the question of the day. Have you ever struggled with your identity after having been with a narcissist? And how did you get past that? Or are you still dealing with it? Tell me your story. Share your thoughts and your ideas in the comment section below. And let's talk about it. Okay, that's all I've got for you right now. Thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot. Take it now. And the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.